On this episode of Locked on Lightning, the Bolts hit a bump in the road out in the desert. We also talk about a possible trade coming our way. All that more. But first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. And as a reminder, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. So we're talking lightning yotes. Uh <laughs> I, you know what, people? I'm going to start off the show by saying that hockey is a very strange sport. I have watched well over a thousand games in my lifetime, probably more. I mean, a thousand is maybe a little bit undercutting it, but just when you feel like you figured out a team, especially the Lightning, you know they they they're they're winning games, they're playing well, they get off to a rough start in the beginning of the second half of the season, they they play some of the best hockey we've seen them play all season, at least since December, where I think they were almost at the peak of their powers there. Um, and it looks like they're starting to to get back to that level. Not saying that they've fallen far from grace, but beating the, the, the Avalanche, the defending champions, twice in the span of a week, one of those being a shutout, uh, beating the Stars. And, and and then, you know, you kind of figured with Vegas coming up and, and having the avalanche on Tuesday that the second half of the back-to-back against a, Coyote, a Coyotes team that is on a yearly basis in contention for the first overall pick, you kind of figured that that would be something that wouldn't have been a non-issue there on the, on the, on the schedule. But you know what? That's why they play the games. The Lightning... Not only lose this one to put a little hiccup in their little uh, their little road trip, but not only that does that happen, but they get shut out. And I, I, I guess the only word that I could use to describe this game is shock. I, I think I speak for every Lightning fan out there when I say I was absolutely shocked by the outcome of this game. Not only that. The Lightning lost this game. I mean, you kind of figure even with Moose out there in net that this shouldn't be a problem. I mean, like I said, uh, Brian Elliott has played very well this year. But the fact that it had to go to a shootout and on the cherry on top, the Lightning were shut out first time since last December uh, 2021. Actually, December 11th, where in that matchup they lost 4 nothing. Uh, to the Ottawa Senators, and that's regular season. Uh, as we all know, the Lightning got shut out in the Stanley Cup final uh, against the the Avalanche. So if you want to count that, go ahead. I I, I don't. So, but I I mean, what happens next? What happens next? And you keep on trucking, as as Jerry Garcia would say. Uh, you keep on trucking. I, I mean. Really, when you look at the stats last night, 
I mean, it was plain and simple what happened. What? Why the reason the Lightning lost this game? And quite frankly, it was because they didn't produce on the odd man advantage. Five power play opportunities, obviously a big fat donut. And you know what? It's it's one of those games where you look back and, and you know what? I'm going to give credit where credit is due. The Coyotes kept themselves in this game. They played well. Uh, I always say, I always say that the the lesser teams always bring somehow always bring their A game to the Lightning. This was one of the games where you know the Lightning didn't necessarily play great, but they didn't necessarily play bad. I mean, yeah, the 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 ineffect the the unproductiveness on the power play is definitely going to kill you. And and listen, some people might not believe this, but you know. Whether it be three, four, five power play opportunities, no matter how many of those you get, I, I, I'm always a, a not, I'm always a firm believer that the more power plays you get and the less you produce, the more win that's going to get out of your sale. And, and we saw it in this game. I mean, the Lightning, forty-seven shots on goal, forty-eight percent in the faceoff circle. Not a problem with that. I mean, they were active. You can't kill them for not being active for forcing the issue. It's the power play. It, it really is. And 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 listen, I, I could be very critical and say that, you know, the lightning didn't show up in this one. But, I mean, I would probably be a little bit happier if, if this would have been a game in which the lightning scored one or two goals. And clearly this was a game that two goals would have won it. Or, or even a goal, obviously, because they lost in the shootout, which is it's still it's still weird to say coming out of my mind, uh, still out of my mouth, considering they played the Lightning. I mean, uh, they played the the Coyotes. As you can see, I'm all frazzled right now because I, I I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. I really am. I I mean, you know, it, it's not you know, if you've been a listener of this show for a long time, and we are a day away. From that being three years that this show has happened, that has been going on for three years now, I have said, especially the last couple of years, that there are good wins and there are bad wins. And on the other side of that coin, there are good losses and there are bad loss. And this was definitely a bad loss, in my opinion. And not only because of the special teams issues. But because of who you lost to, how you lost. Now, is this a season record? Is this going to come back to bite the lightning in the butts going forward? No, absolutely not. I mean, they they were they were six one and two over their last couple of games before going into this one. Now they go six two and two, heading into their weekend matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights. Which I that that that's just a game where. And I believe I said this when we spoke about um, the the schedule for the month of February, that if the Lightning were to win against Colorado and then somehow fall like they did last night to the Arizona Coyotes, that it wouldn't be the end of the world. It would be very disappointing. It would be a very big letdown. But it wouldn't be the end of the world. Now, if the Lightning were going to play against another team somewhere in the weight class of an Arizona Coyotes, you know, 
whether it's a San Jose or I, I mean, or, or a Columbus, you know, pick your poison, whoever you want to throw into that, that sentence, whoever, what you want to fill the blank in. I would be a little bit nervous with that, but the fact that they get to jump into it, they get to play against a top team, a team that is first in their division. Granted has a very, very loose grasp on, on first place to where we could blink our eyes and, and, in a couple of weeks now, they could be completely in the third, third spot of that division. I'm perfectly fine with it because it, it gets you back into things. It forces the team because sometimes what we have seen with this lightning team is that they lose games like this. And what will happen is that they will start to fall through, through frustration especially if they're playing other teams that are not as good as nearly as good in terms of record as they are, they tend to fall into bad habits and they tend to, to get into a rut. And I wouldn't say feel sorry for themselves, but you don't see them standing with their heads up high. Uh, I guess is a better way to put it. So getting them into a game right away, right after this, granted it is a day before they play, you know, I would have preferred, there to be a back-to-back between car uh, Arizona and Vegas. I think, you know, cause like I said, if they lose against Arizona, well, you have that night, you have that game the next night to pick you up right away. And I think a game like this against a, a team like Vegas, who is dealing with their issues right now, their goaltending situation is a little funky, which I think uh, does play into the lightnings game plan uh, as it normally does with any suspect looking goaltending situation. Uh, the lightning always flourish in those situations. But the, the most important thing, and, and and I always say this, is that it, it keeps them honest. It really does. It, it, it forces them to play disciplined hockey to the point of where they're conservative early on, which, yes, I've bashed them uh, numerous times in the past because of that. But at the same time, it, it after a loss like this, this is going to sting. This is not going to feel good. This isn't this isn't a loss that the Tampa Bay Lightning could look in the mirror the next day and say, well, we did A, B, and C. You can't really. You can't really. All you could do is brush the dirt off you, pull your socks up, and and get to it against Vegas. So so we will we will keep an eye on that. I I I am fully confident in in Tampa's ability to to get the ball rolling again. I mean, we've seen it all season long. They've been doing a very very good job of bouncing back in, in, in very not so good uh, losses or, or just not so good games played because we, like I've stated before, we have situations where they, they win games and they don't deserve it. Well, they deserve it because they come out on top, but what, what did they really do to earn that win? So we'll keep an eye on this team. Obviously, you know, we'll talk about tomorrow, uh, with Vegas coming up, uh, what to expect from that game. Uh, and coming up in just a little bit, we're going to talk about, you know, with Luke Shen out of the equation, where does this leave the lightning left? Well, I, if you've been listening to the last couple episodes, I think you probably have a little bit of an idea as who the lightning will turn their their uh, attention to next now that Shen is out of the equation. Uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about today's sponsor, uh, one of my favorite sponsors that we have here uh, on Locked on Lightning, and that is FanDuel. They are a number. They are America's number one sports book. 
because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scorers and the goals scored. I love using it. I, if you've been listening to my, my, my discussions on Locked On NHL as well as here on Locked On Lightning, I am a huge Giants fan, and I was just so stressed about the uh, about the Super Bowl. And I put some bets on the Eagles. You know, little, you know, little little bets right here. Nothing crazy if I lost. Just to throw out that that bad energy. Well, guess what? Later on in the game during halftime, I threw. Uh, big money down on the money line for the Chiefs, and and they ended up winning back the money I lost from the Eagles bets and more. And the best part about it is that you could, it, I mean, this this app is so easy to use, so everybody can use it. It's safe, secure, and easy. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com/slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com/slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So like I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, the the trade deadline is just around the corner and I have been barking. I have been yelling at sometimes, maybe even screaming, depending on how high you have your volume. And I've really wanted the lightning to get Luke Shen. I thought he would have fit in perfectly just because, you know, he's not making a bunch of money. He knows the system. He, he's very versatile. You could throw him. He is easily on the fourth line forward uh, rotation. If you need to, or throw him on a defensive pairing, it, it, Really, there's not much he can't do except, you know, really score goals. I mean, really at this point, it's an extra body. It's a guy to go out there. But it was announced the other day that the Lightning were no longer in the mix for Luke Shen. And I'm as disappointed as I am about that. I will say that it does somewhat allow the Lightning to narrow their sights on a candidate uh, or at, well, not so much a candidate, but uh, someone else who, who I think that you know would make a great addition to the Lightning rotation. Uh, maybe a a fourth or a third liner, and that is Ivan Barbashev. I've been talking about Ivan Barbashev being in the mix uh, for the Lightning for quite some time, and and really, it looks like now that he is a prime candidate for them. And so, uh, it was actually proposed today. Um, on the athletic, we posted it to our social media accounts. If you haven't already, please go ahead and like and subscribe. Uh, we'll be updating that stuff as the trade deadline grows ever nearer. We're only a couple of weeks away. March 3rd is the deadline, so keep an eye on that. Barbashev, uh, 27 years old, uh, making about one million and change. Uh, and really. At the end of the day, as it has been for the lighting the last couple of years, the question is financially, how is this going to work? Now, the, the the last couple of deadlines with Nick Paul, he wasn't making that much money, so that worked well. But before that, you know, Goodrow, Coleman, everybody knows the story uh, about those guys being deadline guys, as well as Savard being brought in for defensive reassurance. Um, and Zach Bogosian uh, years ago, 
uh, as a free agent. But re- really, I've been talking about so much as who the Lightning are going to target, not so much what they're going to give up. Uh, here and there, I've thrown you know draft picks, not really much in the in the prospect pipeline, and it seems to be the case. But the on the athletic, as proposed, it looks like the Lightning will, or at least you know are looks by the looks of it are willing to possibly part ways with their draft pick uh, from a couple of years ago. Jack Finley, 20 years old. Uh, he's making about 700 K a year, just a little shade under 800. Um, in this trade, uh, they would send Finley and a 2024 second round draft pick to St. Louis. Barbashev, of course, coming back in the mix. 50% of his salary being retained, which I think is a good deal. Barbashev uh, had a pretty good season last year. Uh, not absolutely crazy, but um, one to where I, I I think that a lot of people, you know, I, I think the jury is still out on Barbashev, on, on what kind of player he's going to be, because there's still a good growth, a, a good amount of development to be had there. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, last year he had through 81 games, he played 26, he had 26 goals and 60 points this year. The numbers have taken a dive, 10 goals and 27 points. Quite frankly, I'm fine with that. I, and, and because I, I think that if the lightning could get him for that, because let's face it, Jack Finley as good as you know or as optimistic as lightning fans want to be about his potential his growth i don't think he would ever be anything higher at this point in time now obviously that could change something could click for for jack finley but i i don't think he'll ever be anything higher than a third a third liner which is not a knock against him. I mean, still playing on the third line, you're you're playing on one of the arguably one of the most valuable lines out there, especially come playoff time. But obviously, Barbashev, you know, he he has proven, especially over the last couple of years, that that he he could he could do all types of things. Now, is he a Blake Coleman? Is he is he a Barkley Goodrow? Is he a Nick Paul? No. But can he come here and potentially become? A Nick Paul, kind of like a, what we've seen from Paul during his time with the Lightning. Absolutely. He has the numbers to prove it. You know, nobody scores 20 plus goals in the league and on a fluke. You know, you don't mistakenly do that. And, and I think that's the good thing that's working for the Lightning is that you bring him in and it doesn't work out. No harm, no foul. His contract's up. It is what it is. You move on from him. At the same time, you know, you even if he doesn't, if he stays on the pace that he's at, which I think will be about, you know, maybe I would say probably he gets 15 goals, 18 goals to end the year. I'm fine with that. 18 goals. Now, where will he fit in with this team? Probably the fourth line. I honestly think in this situation, if Barbashev is brought in, I think Nemestikov is the odd man out. I just think at this point in time, uh, Vladislav Nemestikov is just, he's just treading water and, and he's just looking for someone to save him. Unfortunately, it's just, it just has not worked out with Nemestikov this year. So, um, 
you know, I think that would be a good situation for for an MS, uh, for Barbashev to step into. Uh, you know, there's no and, and the good thing about him, he he he's all solid. You know, he's all solid muscle, 6'1, 195. You know, that may not sound big in the in the scheme of things, but um a guy like that who is who is you could tell looking at his stats, and I've seen him play quite a deal, that a guy like that, you definitely want to have a guy out there who could play to his body type, not just go out there and try and be a big hitter. Uh, where he actually has the body of a scorer, you know, it's like it's like if you ask Braden Point to go out there and play on the fourth line and and do fourth line grinder things, you don't want that to happen because all that's going to do is that's gonna that's gonna set you up for an injury or or failure. So, do I think Barbashev would be the best addition to this Lightning team? Absolutely. Now that also depends on you know how good of a job Julian Brees Boss will do talking up the St. Louis Blues and and. Uh, getting them to be to be uh, takers of this Jack Finley and also this pick that comes to them in 2024. Um, at the end of the day, if this deal doesn't fall apart, if this deal falls apart, it is what it is. You move on to the next one. I think there are some names out there that that the Lightning could look at um, at the moment, but I, I think that this is your number one target. This is your only guy. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a deal gets done before the trade deadline just because we looked at the, the amount of deals that have been done thus far. And I feel like this year, with money being so much of a concern everywhere, teams that want to sell are willing to take on money and don't want to waste any time giving teams like the Lightning uh, time to think about or getting phone calls from other teams. So if this deal is going to happen, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens by early next week. And I don't see a reason as to why it doesn't happen. The the, the Blues are looking to 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 rebuild, uh, and the Lightning are looking to add a piece to to for another deep playoff run. And the best part about this deal is that you get a center, you get a draft, you're trading away your draft pick that really you're you're going to get a pros a good prospect for, but it's not going to be anybody that's you know that's that's going to be in the pipeline in the coming years, that's going to be a, a suitable replacement for a Stamkos. And I'm not saying Ivan Barbashev is a replacement from Stamkos. I'm just saying that the lightning are in a weird predicament where they've sold the farm literally and figuratively in order to win cups, which is fine. But at the same time, their, their farm systems uh, is just very much depleted right now. So if they're going to pull trigger, if they're going to pull the trigger on deals involving prospects, the time has to be now. So we'll keep an eye on that. Like I said, I would expect the deal to be done by early next week. I wouldn't be surprised if it's done. Maybe we start to see some momentum picked up uh, this weekend. Um, but yeah, I'd be shocked if we're sitting here on on trade deadline day and we still haven't heard any deal uh, transpire with the Lightning. So keep an eye on that. But in the meantime, why don't you sit down? relax and grab yourself a built bar now are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories well then you got to try a built bar we just got through the holidays a couple of months ago and my goal was to eat a little healthier and because we both know i ain't going to the gym uh it's i'm not ready for that i'm not ready for that type of commitment in my life uh but 
Uh, that's why I'm sticking with Built Bar. They're healthy and they're actually tasty. But what does make the Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. So, you know, go to built.com, get your Built Bar. And guess what? If you're in an area that has them, now you could get. Built Bar at Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box of box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with their hit flavors. So don't forget either Sam's Club, Walmart, or, or, or uh, Built.com to get your great box of Built Bars. So wrapping things up on the show, I, I like I said, I mean, all you got to do after a loss like this is is brush yourself off, pull up your socks, tie your shoelaces, and just move on. That's all you got to do. I mean, it, it it's really it, it's left a bad taste in my mouth. At least I I I kind of figured, you know. I, I knew after we recorded that episode the other day when I sounded as confident as I did that I should have known. I should have known that this wasn't going to end pretty with, with them in the desert. I It was just one of those things where you can never count the lightning out in terms of being on a roll. And it always seems as though as when the lightning are playing this well, whether it has been this week, I mean, excuse me, this year, or last season, or any previous season, at least the last four seasons, uh, this team tends to just have one of those ugly losses, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a lopsided game in the goal scoring column. It could just be something as simple as a one nothing loss in a shootout to arguably one of the worst teams in hockey. So uh, all you got to do, like I said, is, is move on. And, and what a better way to move on than, than playing the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, keep an eye on that. That's a 10.30 start on Saturday night. Uh, looking forward to that, but not looking forward to the time. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I was complaining recently on an episode how the NHL needs to do a better job with these these the schedule and, 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 and someone commented on the video saying, doesn't every team need to go every, every team go through a weird schedule like the lightning. And yes, that's true. Absolutely. And I, I just feel like in today's age, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. The lightning are off two days uh, after this game on Saturday, but there's frankly no reason as to why they need to be playing that late on a weekend. You know, I, I you, you're basically, really killing a big chunk of the audience for, especially if it's, if it's an East coast team, like the lightning, uh, you know, I, I respect the, 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 the fan base of the Tampa Bay lightning, but what percentage of lightning fans are actually going to stay up Saturday night at 10 30 and watch this game? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bash it if you didn't, you know, people got to sleep. So, I don't know. I, I just feel like the league needs to do a better job. Um, if it was a 1030, I, I, in my honest opinion, I don't think they're really in this day and age, um, especially when you want to continue to promote the game and, and, and get an audience and get eyes on the screen. I, I think the latest teams, especially East Coast teams, should be playing when they're on West Coast trips is nine o'clock. 
I mean, that was that was perfect. You know, that that was I I would always prefer if, you know, maybe I'm being selfish. I would prefer to have seven o'clock starts every single game, regardless of where the lightning are. Uh, but at the same time, you know, nine o'clock isn't bad. So why can't that be the cutoff? Why does it have to be 1030? Why is it so late? I mean, just something for the league to think about. Uh, you know, let me know in the comments below. What do you think about that? What do you think about Ivan Barbashev? Do you have someone in mind that you would like to see the Lightning uh, look at target uh, in the coming weeks? Uh, let me know what you thought about last, last night's loss to the Arizona Coyotes. Is it stinging? Do you have a bad taste in your mouth? Are you overly optimistic to see how they bounce back on Saturday at 1030? Uh, against the Vegas Golden Knights. Let us know in the comments below on our YouTube page and make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on there on our channel. Hit that thumbs up and hit that notification button so as soon as the newest episode drops, you are aware. And follow us on our social media pages at LO underscore Lightning on Twitter as well as on underscore Lightning on Instagram for the latest news surrounding the show. You can follow me on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. Love hearing from all of you. Hit my DMs, please for those mailbag questions or drop them in the comments below on our YouTube page. Uh, so I can answer them on the show. You guys have been doing a phenomenal job with the questions. Keep them coming. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the Vegas golden Knights game. Uh, and we'll be back on Saturday for a bonus episode. So we'll keep an eye out for that. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of locked on lightning part of the lockdown podcast network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.